Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go back to a text that came in just minutes ago. I, I can't believe this is a, a real question. Vince, how is DeSantis any different than Trump? Won't the media just turn DeSantis into Trump and call him everything they call Trump now? No. These are people who are diametrically different than each other in character. The difference, and this is why and I'm not here to speak for anybody. I'm not shilling for anybody. But what I like about DeSantis is it's not about DeSantis. I'll just leave it there. Much more discussion on that subject, I'm sure, will transpire. We also have this on the matter of COVID. Vince, don't you have any compassion? These pharmaceutical companies have hundreds of millions of unsold doses. Oh, And we have this. Vince, we all know you're a big proponent of vaccines and masks behind the scenes. That's because you support the globalist agenda and are part of the new world order trying to deceive society. Oh, okay. There you go. This person, I assume, responding to my text. So, Vince, they won't call DeSantis a white supremacist transphobe trying to stop black people from voting. Uh, They might very well. But they really won't have any of his own material and his own comments to hang anything on. That's part of the difference. Let's talk next about what's happening economically. This has really been front and center for quite some time, hasn't it? I mean, while we've got the administration focused on other things that nobody really cares about. You're watching your budget get completely blown up. With gas prices alone, it's enough to shut a lot of people down. And if you think gas prices are bad, USA Today has a story that certainly gives new meaning to the phrase sticker shock. Shelling out more for your car payment than your mortgage. Car buyers are getting soaked. Rising interest rates, bad enough. They've combined with a 13% hike in new vehicle prices to leave some shoppers 
staring down car payments that rival the monthly mortgage on a $300,000 home. This is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 2022. For those eyeing a new Tesla, it isn't just the sticker prices they're electrifying. It's also mini shocks that come with every monthly payment. Whether it's high-end electric luxury cars or swanky SUVs and pickups. Rising interest rates are combining with record average prices to saddle buyers with payments that can rival what they pay to put a roof over their heads. How many of you have recently purchased a car or you're thinking about it? I'm very curious to get your thoughts. And I'm also curious as to whether you are making any decisions differently now based on the price of gasoline. For instance, those of you who might have been inclined to buy an SUV, have you changed your perspective on that? Knowing what gas prices are. I remember years ago, I had a Dodge Durango. And this is back during the previous spike that we had. I don't even remember what year it was. All I know is I was paying $120 a week for gasoline. A week. That was ugly. Needless to say, I got rid of that vehicle. (laughs) I was going to say something else. Boy, that thing was a gas guzzler. It was very, very ugly. So I'm curious, what are you doing in terms of car purchases if this is something that is a matter of your discussion and reflection right now? So we've got inflation, we've got interest rates, we've got high gas prices. But for politicians, none of this really matters much. Which brings me to somebody who is really missing a few screws. I, I, I think you know by now the great deal of admiration that I have for Joe Manchin. You know, I've said before, and I think as far as I know, unless something changes, we're going to look back at this period in history. And we're going to be very thankful for everything that Joe Manchin prevented from going through. Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema, standing firm against the most radical of Democrats in their agenda. Rolling Stone has a story. Bernie Sanders, mad as hell at Joe Manchin's corruption, and he's not going to take it anymore. <laughs> this is absolutely hilarious. This is such good stuff. So Bernie Sanders, he also made an appearance. I believe this was also on This Week. Martha Raddatz. And he made some pretty strong, strong accusations against Joe Manchin. I'm sure Joe is laughing because this is comical. Manchin has already announced he's not supporting some of these really whacked out crazy things that the president wants to do. We can't do this audio justice before the break. So we're going to save this for after the break. But 
the bottom line is Manchin is not going to support these major provisions in Biden's economic package. Tax increases on the so-called rich and spending on initiatives to stave off climate change. And this is the nail in the coffin. It really is the nail in the coffin for Biden and Democrats' vision of a transformative economic package. It's toast. And Bernie Sanders, oh my goodness, he is absolutely furious. You'll hear he does not even wait for Martha Raddatz to finish her question. He is absolutely furious. See, they don't want to negotiate with this guy at all. They think this guy is just full of crap. He really doesn't want any part of the Biden agenda. He's just pretending like he is. He does. So coming up, you're going to hear uh, Bernie said this is this is comedic, folks. You absolutely love this. Also, more hyperbole from a member of the squad. I thought they were all females. But this story says this particular man is a member of the squad. We're going to tell you about the fear-mongering, fear-mongering this guy is engaging in. And what happens if the Republicans actually get control again? <gasps> it's the end of the world! And if time permits, we'll have a little bit of fun with Babylon B. I love their sense of humor. As you well know, <laughs> stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Over on the text line, we were talking about this issue of vehicles, whether this is affecting your plans. We start here. I don't know if you've heard. There's a gas war in Shelby. Gas is down to 364 a gallon. Are you serious? I'd love to see a picture of that. 
Vince, my wife and I love you. By the way, don't ever buy a Dodge. <laughs> I, I think that's probably your the height of your expression of love to me is letting me know not to buy a Dodge. Vince, it took me two weeks after I traded my diesel truck in for another diesel truck. It took two weeks to finally find one from the dealership in Greenville. It wasn't broken. It was waiting on parts. Back ordered six months. Wow, that's crazy. Vince, I've had my Toyota for 10 years. I'm going to do everything in my power to keep it running longer. No way. I eat a car payment right now unless I win the lottery. Then you won't need a car payment. Just go in and write a check. I assume you're playing the lottery because you got to play to win, right? <laughs> then somebody should tell Bernie Sanders to control his anger. He's 80 years old and started having heart issues before the last presidential election. He may burn out trying to go after Joe Manchin. Oh, my gosh. Jeff, what are we going to do with you? Good sense of humor. That's pretty good. Burn out. So let's get to Bernie Sanders. This is a conversation on this week with Martha Raddatz. And you'll notice here, as Martha Raddatz starts to kind of set the table for the conversation, Bernie Sanders, oh, he's just raring to go. He just interrupts her and just tells it like it is, according to Bernie. Here's that exchange. Senator Joe Manchin, of course, abruptly pulled the plug this week on the Democratic. No, Martha, he didn't abruptly. Martha, okay, he abruptly on Friday. He didn't did abruptly that. do anything. He was he sabotaged the president's agenda. Okay. No. Uh, look, if you check the record six months ago, I made it clear that you have people like Manchin, Cinema to a lesser degree, who are intentionally sabotaging the president's agenda, what the American people want, what a majority of us in the Democratic caucus want. Nothing new about this. And the problem was that we continue to talk to Manchin like he was serious. He was not. This is a guy who is a major recipient of fossil fuel money, a guy who has received campaign contributions from 25 Republican billionaires. Okay, you say he wasn't serious, but Manchin says his main goal is to do what's good for West Virginia, and he's worried about inflation. Listen to what he told the really, West Virginia really? radio station. Listen to this, please. Is that right? Inflation is absolutely killing many, many people. They can't buy gasoline. They have a hard time buying groceries. Everything they buy and consume for their daily lives is a hardship to them. Your reaction to that, Senator? Well, look, the same nonsense that Manchin has been talking about for a year. West Virginia is a beautiful state. And I've had the pleasure of being there. Great people. It is one of the poorest states in this country. You ask the people of West Virginia whether they want to expand Medicare to cover dental, hearing, and eyeglasses. You ask the people of West Virginia whether we should demand that the wealthiest people in large corporations start paying their fair share of taxes. Ask the people of West Virginia whether or not all people should have health care as a human right, like in every other country on earth. That's what they will say. In my humble opinion, you know, Manchin represents the very wealthiest people in this country, not working families in West Virginia or America. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. This guy's really out there, isn't he? You notice how dismissive he is of inflation? Now, I want you to remember this. 
Remember this now and on Election Day. These are morons who do not care about your true economic state. Here they are going and dancing around and all these other things. Ooh, look. Ooh, look. Medicare, Medicaid. Look, prescription drugs. Look. Prescription glasses. Really? All distracting you from the idea that the reason we have inflation right now is because of idiots like this overspending. And they want to spend even more. Do you know how dismissive he is of inflation? He doesn't care. He does not care. And this is how these millionaires are with your money. This is, this is mind-boggling. But this is what happens when you are a socialist. You really don't care about the facts. What matters is the ideology. The facts on the ground don't matter. See, I even have to give the Soviets credit. I read one of the books. I can't remember which book it was. Some years ago. Even the Soviets knew. They knew how the economy worked. And so at times, rather than doing their very stringent central planning, they loosened things up just enough for the economy to recover. They knew these policies were not economically viable. The goal was always control. That's what it was. Now, what's interesting, this is where the communist Chinese, they've figured the game out. How about state capitalism? They've got the the best of both worlds. Now, keep in mind what I said, state capitalism. Now, the state can engage in it. The government can engage in it. But the people, they don't get to experiment with the free market system the way the Chinese government has. And they don't get the benefits either. I sure hope this nonsense doesn't get any more traction. You know, it's sad to me how many people, younger people, who really believe in Bernie Sanders' message. And if you think this is wonderful now, it gets even worse, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I can't take anyone serious that sounds like the aardvark off the Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. He wants taxes around 40% too to pay for this BS. Yeah. Vince, I think wages are keeping up with inflation fairly well. Many jobs have upped their hourly pay thanks to Joe Biden. And it just makes its way through the system, doesn't it? We're all screwed. It's over, Bernie. The green arrow was short-lived and going down in flames. Thank you, dear Lord. Bernie is a quack, this texture says. This texture saying, just praying that Joe Manchin doesn't wind up. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to finish this text. Let's just say he's concerned about Joe Manchin's life. And I sure hope there's no cause for concern here. I mean, because there are people who take this stuff very seriously. Politics is religion. 
It really is for so many of these folks. Stay with us. So you've already heard from Bernie Sanders, who's really out there in La La Land somewhere. (laughs) This is just crazy. Let's see here. Please tell Bernie the demon rats policies. That's what's already hurting the poor people. Once you get health care as a basic human right, who will go to medical school and learn to be a heart surgeon to provide that service to you for free? Very good question. Vincent likes someone like Bezos, who provides a service to society to make his money. Sanders is a millionaire by doing nothing other than destroying it. Pretty much. That's how it works. State capitalism is not capitalism, this texture says. It's monopoly. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Great way to describe it. The middle class are still working and taking vacations. The lower wage folks can't put gas in their cars to get to work. Ben's socialist goal is to eliminate the middle class. Mao said it loud many times. Dave, you are correct. Another texter, Elizabeth Warren, is just as crazy as Sanders. Oh my goodness, is she ever. The problem is big corporations want to raise prices when wages go up. So they don't lose their hefty profits and over exuberant salaries. I assume you meant to say exorbitant. I don't believe a man needs to make over $100,000 a year. So we should trust your opinion? Is that how it works? There should be a cap. Nobody makes over $100,000. Okay. Noted. Let's quickly get to a member of the squad. His name is Jamal Bowman. He is a member of the squad, and he was on Tiffany Cross's show, The Cross Connection, over the weekend. You know what? They're continuing their usual fear-mongering. You know, it's just the end of the world if Republicans get control. You know, it's the same old playbook. They don't have any positive agenda to offer you. They don't have answers for you, like right now. Ask one of these politicians, how do we get gas prices down? How do we deal with inflation? Crickets. Do you see Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer running to a microphone to talk about these subjects? Of course not, because they cause them. These are parasites, political parasites. And all they're doing is they're sucking the life out of the country. Let's get to Jamal Bowman. Here he is having this conversation with Tiffany Cross over the weekend and basically describing the end of the world if Democrats lose control of the House and Senate. Listen up. So the January 6th commission would cease to exist. Uh, The findings will be completely suppressed and will not be admitted into any further uh, investigations while the GOP uh, will be in power. Uh, they would impre- um, They would um, impeach.
President Biden um, as quickly as possible, and they will continue to continue to find ways uh, to impeach him going forward. It would also embolden uh, Republicans and the far right and white nationalists across the country <laughs> to begin to believe that it is their time to not just take power in the House, but the Senate, the White House, and state houses across the country. And we got to understand that this is a group that has been radicalized by the great replacement myth and many other things and have been pushing for violence and pushing for even civil war. So that is what's at stake right now in terms of this election. Our democracy is hanging by a thread and black and brown people, our lives are in the balance if these people come back into power. Our lives are in the balance. Ooh, civil war. <laughs> this is hilarious. This is how desperate they are. And again, you don't hear a positive agenda. Hey, we're going to get this under control. You know, where's that conversation? No, it's to scare the living crap out of you. Black people. People of color. <laughs> oh goodness white supremacists i it just it just doesn't end folks just does not end how about we uh quickly go to a lighter note i think many of you know i'm a big fan of babylon b it's a parody website these folks are great and they decided to have a little bit of fun with the whole transgender thing. Get a load of this. Newly transitioned woman proudly runs over first curb. Freshly transitioned to a woman, Leslie Robertson, tasted the sweet thrill of womanhood this morning as she absolutely smashed her car into a curb. Whoo, sure feels like a woman now, shouted Leslie with glee. Better take the car into a mechanic now and get taken advantage of. This is great. Previously known as Bob, the newly minted Leslie had grown tired of deciding where to go to eat and being comfortable at ambient temperatures. I just wasn't living my truth. Turning down the thermostat. Now I take a hundred blankets with me everywhere I go and have completely preposterous mood swings. Wait, did I just close the garage door or the trunk? Sources say Leslie spent the remainder of the day making one sandwich after another, reveling in the joys of femininity. After learning how to do that turban thing women do with towels on their heads after taking a shower, Leslie then added 17 more throw pillows to the bed. After Leslie turned down a high-level appointment in the Biden administration, Victoria's Secret called to offer a modeling gig. Wow, no one ever used to call me... When I was Bob, said Leslie at publishing time, being oppressed is the best. Again, Babylon B, newly transitioned woman proudly runs over first curb. <laughs> Politically correct, they absolutely are not. Stay with us.
Here we are, the final stretch of the Vince Coakley Radio Program on this Monday. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. And we have a wide range of dates on this particular quiz. Going way, way back for this first question. George, how are you today? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Let's begin in the year 64. And this, this ancient city burned. Nero either started the fire or he played his fiddle as it burned. Who knows which? What city burned? Uh, that would be Rome. That would be Rome indeed. 1877, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> this person records a human voice. 1877 is when it happened. Oh. Which, which inventor did this? My... My brain's telling me Graham Bell, but I know that's not right. But. And you are correct. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the name. Uh, Edison. You know, Edison. Thomas you're Edison. absolutely right. It's Thomas Edison. Wow. This guy's really super smart. Come up with that one. I'm telling you. 1936. Uh, the Wiener is invented by this person's nephew, Carl. What is the name of the uncle? Uh, I don't know. Wiener Mobile, invented by this person's nephew, Oscar? Carl. Yes, <laughs> Oscar Meyer, of course. 1940. I knew you were going to get Monday. that one. It's Monday. I'm a little slow today. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. 1940. This person was nominated for an unprecedented third term as president. Of course, this isn't going to happen again because the Constitution has been changed. Who was it? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR is absolutely correct. In fact, uh, we have a related, well, different subject, but it's related to the presidency. This president in 1947 signed the Presidential Succession Act. I think this was... In case of. That Which? would be Harry Truman. Harry Truman. Wow, this guy knows his dates. Pretty impressive. I, so look, I was alive way back then. What do you expect? <laughs> I was going to say something like that, but <laughs> you actually went there, but okay. And we go to 1969. This senator went for a late-night swim that killed his companion and his presidential dreams. That would be uh, Edward Kennedy. That is correct. I know you were looking for of Ted probably, right? Massachusetts, yeah. But that's, that's the man. 1971, New Zealand and Australia, they were certainly ahead of the United States on this one, in pulling troops out of this country, 1971. Well, that would have to be Vietnam. Vietnam is correct. And 1994, this company announced scented crayons. They still taste the same, but uh, they're scented. Crayola is the company. Can you believe George got every single one of these right? Well, you know. That's pretty impressive. Even the blind squirrel finds an acorn. Oh, stop it. It just helps to be old, right? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it does. It does. It beats the alternative for sure. I'm just messing with you. We're always glad to have you here. It's 
definitely fun to Absolutely. Uh, have your presence here. Were you a big uh, fan of Happy Days? Uh, yeah. Did you enjoy the show? I, yeah, yeah. You sound a little reluctant there. For well, you know, I hate to admit it, but yeah, I, I was. Okay. <laughs> well, get a load of this. You remember Anson Williams, right? Potsy? Yes, uh-huh. Well, there's some interesting news about Potsy. Uh-oh. Anson Williams from Happy Days. He received a Golden Globe nomination in 1983 for his performance as the credulous Potsy Weber. He's also directed episodes of popular shows like Lizzie McGuire, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Did you know that? I knew Dr- some of it. I didn't know directing all of Directing roles? Yeah. yeah. Pretty impressive here. Well, he has decided to do something else. Do you uh, want to guess what he wants uh, to step boy. into now? I'm, I'm, I'm a little afraid. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he has decided to run for mayor in his hometown of Ohio. I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. This is a small town in California. Oh, really? He made the announcement at an Ohio City Council meeting back in June. And he stated what all of us know. Uh, He said, you know, this city needs leadership that inspires a collaborative team. So on July 18th, he he can officially declare his candidacy. That is today. Wow. And start his campaign. He would be running against the current mayor, Betsy Sticks. According to multiple reports, there's no word on his party affiliation. Uh, I was going to ask you that. I know. A lot of people are going to be curious about that. But out in Hollywood, what are the odds that he is a Republican? Uh, Probably not good. (laughs) Not good at all. So, uh, by the way, he's got some support already from the most important person he can receive support from. And who would that be? Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Yeah, I was going to say Ron Howard, but uh, Henry Winkler will work, yeah. He's come out and said, hey, you have my vote. Well, that pretty much tells you what party he is, then. Uh, That's probably a pretty good sign. Mayor Potsy has a nice ring to it, it said. So, (laughs) Mayor Potsy. Oh, my goodness. You can't make this stuff up, folks. No, you really can't. But... Here we go. Lots of support online already for the possibility of a Mayor Anson Williams. So stay tuned for this one, and we'll see whether he uh, finds his way into political office. So that's all the time we have for the broadcast today. Thank you very much for joining us. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the same time. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.